0: Thank uh-huh. you. Faith FM, welcome to Called by the Lord. And as you know, the premise of our segment here is based on 2 Timothy 1 verse 9, which says God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His purpose and His grace, given through Jesus before the world began. Today in the studio with us, we have... Pastor Ainsley Wagner. Ainsley, thank you so much for coming in and joining us. Thank you, Brad, for inviting me. I appreciate the
1: time, and I hope we'll have a wonderful time together as we have a bit of a chit-chat on the radio. Oh, I'm sure we will. So, Ainsley, what church are you the pastor at at the moment? Brad, I pastor uh, the church at Ascot Vale, Seventh-day Adventist church at Ascot Vale. Uh, we're just down the road from the showgrounds, and from the Flemington Racecourse. Ah, yeah. Uh, and so it's a uh, yeah, it's a nice little area up that way. Mm. Uh, we're just uh, down the parade. It's Ascot Vale, just off Maribyrnong Road. Yep. And so yeah, it's a very nice little place. I, it, we well, I don't drive that far from there every day for work. So okay. I should
0: drop by sometime.
1: You must. You must. <laughs> Not uh, should. You must drop by one day and uh, and, and uh, come and fellowship with us. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. So, tell us something you like about your church. My church is, uh, is a multicultural church. I have people from all parts of the world. I have, uh, you know, people from Africa, from different parts of Africa, from uh, Ireland, from India, from Pakistan, from Italy. I'm just trying to think uh, as, it's a good I'm, array. as I'm uh, talking to you. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, from Fiji, from uh, uh, Samoa, mm. from uh, Philippines. I hope I haven't left anybody out, otherwise <laughs> they're going to get very upset with me and say, how come you didn't mention us? So, uh, If I have, please, my friends uh, at my church, forgive me, and uh, I'll get it right next time. But uh, that's that's just a, a broad uh, Mm. Picture of uh, the multicultural system that I have yeah. at Ascot Vale Church.
0: That's awesome. I'm sure your your potlucks must be really good with that sort Absolutely. of national array.
1: Absolutely, and and Aussies too. Okay, I, I don't know if I mentioned the Aussies,
0: but uh, we also have oh, Aussies too. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know. What, I don't know what their cuisines like, but we'll <laughs> we'll see how we go. Cool. So tell us just a, a little bit about yourself, Ainsley. What do you What do you enjoy doing?
1: I enjoy ministry very much um, and I'm very grateful to God that He called me into ministry. If I can take you or say it in my past life, I was a locomotive driver. I mm-hmm. used to drive locomotives for V-Line at that time or right. Victorian railways when yeah, I joined yeah. the railways. And uh, yeah, I was privileged to drive trains like the Sudden Aurora, the Overland, the Intercapital Daylight, uh, Puffin Billy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't a driver there, I I was a fireman. The the fireman is the best job on (laughs) on a steam train because he's the guy that makes that train go, Mm. okay? Uh, Even though I'm a locomotive driver, if you don't have a good fireman that gives you a good fire to make that steam, to make your train go, you won't go no place, Mm. okay? And so uh he's very important and so I think on a steam train a fireman is the most important person on that train.
0: Very cool, yeah. I mean I wasn't really born in the era of steam trains or anything like that. Yeah. Although I have been on the, the zigzag railway in okay. Katoomba before that okay. uh burnt down. Mm-hmm. Not the train, it was the bushfires. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure steam trains are very safe. Yeah. Okay. And then then after that uh I I had a
1: I had a serious fall whilst at work and I uh I hurt my spine and uh, it took me off the locomotives and uh, I had two major spinal operations. Mm. After my first spinal operation, the Lord just impressed me to go into ministry. I didn't quite know at that particular time I was going to go into ministry, but the the Lord impressed on me. And I, I had a feeling deep within me that God was calling me to do something else apart from driving trains. And I, I was driving trains almost 30 years. And uh, it was good. I enjoyed that life. It was wonderful. And I'm enjoying being a minister as much as I enjoyed driving trains. And mm. so uh, it's terrific. I'm grateful to God. He gave me two wonderful jobs and uh, I've enjoyed it. But I think ministry is
0: much better. Mm. Uh, For sure. So you're a lifelong Victorian, then? Or I am. Oh, very good. Yes. Do you follow an an AFL team?
1: Well, uh, (laughs) I do, and and I coming from the western side of town, I I have to follow the Western Bulldogs, and uh, they are they are they are my team, and so uh, I barrack for them. But I'm not a crazy football person. I (laughs) like to watch. good game of footy, but I'm not a fanatic, and I'm not (laughs) saying anybody outside is a fanatic, but uh, sometimes we can see people that are so deeply embedded into the football. Mm. uh, I wish a lot of those people also could be embedded into knowing who Jesus Christ is and uh, having a relationship with Him. It would be so wonderful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really cool when you see that sort of fervent fanatic following, whether mm-hmm. if it's of a team or if it is it is towards Jesus, obviously yes. towards Jesus is a lot better for yes. you. I think God's kind of created us in that sort of way that yes. he wants us to be really passionate about things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you, when you have a passion for something, you're going to give it more time, you're going to uh, look at it more deeply and sometimes if our passions are good passions then it benefits us benefits our families it benefits those around us so mm. uh yeah it's good to have some good passions and and i'm sure football also to some people <laughs> is a very good passion and, and sure. people uh you know they they love it and it's uh when you see a, a good game mm. uh, you enjoy it uh, I, I like to see a game where you're five points either way and, yeah, and you've yeah. got two minutes before that final siren goes and, and you're sitting at the edge of your seat and then, uh, <laughs> you know, your, your, your team is playing and you're going, come on, you know. Yeah. Uh, you, you're hoping that that two minutes is going to end right now because <laughs> exactly, your team's yeah, yeah. five points ahead. Mm. And, and so uh, that excitement that is there yeah. and uh, the excitement that we also have that the Bible teaches us about that at the end of time, uh, there is going to be a final siren, mm. Okay and uh, Jesus is going to come. And so we need to be prepared that we are on
0: that winning team. Yeah, for sure. And how easy is it for us, I think, to kind of slip into the mindset that, you know, like you were saying before with that metaphor, that we're Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, you know, it's almost over. Yeah, we we want it to finish now as quickly as it can. Whereas I think as humans, sometimes we can get locked into this idea of, oh, you know, let's, no, we just want it to go for a bit longer. We don't want it to end yet, you know. We've got our own things that we Mm -hmm. want to do and all that sort of thing. Yeah, Jesus, don't come just yet. That's right. It's really easy to get into that mindset. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And, you know, Brad, there is so much in this world that can take us that way. Mm. And, uh, you know, we are looking at our jobs and and our homes and yourself as a young chap. Not long ago, I was young like you. I'm not going to tell you (laughs) how young I am, but not long ago, I was young like you and I I started off with a young family. And so you're concentrating on building your home. Mm. And in in, in those days, uh, one person that was, working and had a good job like I did with the Railways, uh, it was it was good. And so your wife could stay at home and look after the children. And mm. so my wife did that and she, she spent quality time uh, with our kids. I, I have three adult kids, uh, one girl and two boys, and uh, I have five grandkids. And so my wife's done a wonderful job in mm. looking after and raising up the kids we were able to do it. The circumstances in those days allowed us to do that, okay? The circumstances in today has changed dramatically. Mm. And so, young people like yourself and many, two people have to work and you're looking at, you know, paying off for your house. Uh, A car is not a luxury, you have to have a car. And there are times where you need to have two cars in the family, Mm. okay? And so, uh, all those things come together which then take your priorities away sometimes, mm. or most of the times, from God. Yeah, Okay. so and easy. It is so easy to do, you know, and I'm so grateful, Brad, that we have a God that understands that, we have a God that understands our needs, But having said that, we should not and must not take advantage of that and Mm. say, well, you know, God understands. So, you know, I've got, like you said before, Lord, I want you to come, but not right now. Because, (laughs) you know, I've I've got my house to pay off for and I've I've got to educate the kids and I've, you know, I've got to put enough away for my retirement and so on and so And so we can get caught up in that type of thing Mm. and uh, then find ourselves slipping away from God. Okay. We need to be very careful. Yeah, we're living at the end time and that final siren can go off almost at any time. Mm -hmm. Okay. All you Bible scholars there in Radio Land that is listening to this wonderful program, I'm sure that as you have looked at Scripture and you have studied the Scriptures, you know what I'm talking about when Mm. I say that final siren is not far away and Jesus is going to come. Mm. Okay. When we were kids, I don't know if you ever played that game. We'd call it Hide and Seek. Yep. Okay. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Okay, that's great. So you know what I'm talking about. And so you'd have, you know, a group of five, ten kids that we'd play, and one kid had to go away and uh, sort of close their eyes so that he or she didn't see where the rest went and hid. And we used to count up to ten, so it gave everybody a chance to go and (laughs) disappear and hide and whatever it is. And so after you got to ten, you said, Ready or not, I'm coming. And that's what's going to take place Mm. when Jesus comes. Ready or not, He's going to come.
0: Yep, except by Him we absolutely want to be found, not 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 found.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, not hiding, but absolutely
0: found. Mm. Yeah. You're listening to Faith FM. We're having a chat with Pastor Ainsley Wagner, learning a little bit about him and his faith and his journey. We'll be right back in just a second.
2: willing to do more than we ask of him. God is willing to do more than we ask. Lord, you're willing to do more than I ask of you. Lord, you're willing to do more than I ask. Down on your knees and ask the Lord. Get down on your knees and ask the Lord. I'll get down on my knees and ask you, Lord. I'll get down on my knees and ask you, Lord. God is willing to do more than we ask of Him. God is willing to do more than we ask. Lord, You're willing to do more than I ask of You. Lord, You. Lord, you're willing to do more than I ask of you. Lord, you're willing to do more than I ask.
0: You're listening to Faith FM. Welcome back to Called by the Lord. Today we're having a conversation with Pastor Ainsley Wagner. And Ainsley, what would you like to share with us today? A Bible story or something that's really affected you or some sort of story or faith experience or we're going to put the floor open for you? Yeah, I love the book of Job. Mm. And uh, when I say I love the book
1: of Job, my previous job as a locomotive driver and then God takes me out of that and puts me into ministry. And uh, I never went came anywhere close to what Job uh, mm. encountered or Job went through. But as I look at my life and I look at those stories, the conversation that I like, and I teach my church folks and I, and I talk with my folks, uh, and hopefully I can share this with your listeners, whenever you read the Bible, put yourself in that narrative, and then you get to understand it a lot better, mm. because if you just read it about somebody, then that's the story, it's about somebody, and it has perhaps very little or no effect. On the person. But if you put yourself in that narrative, which I will share with you and explain to you what I mean by putting yourself in that narrative, it has more meaning. Okay? And so like Job, where this conversation goes on between Christ and Satan, and God tells Satan, have you seen my servant Job? There is none like him. Mm. And that is the part that really you know, the neon signs or, or those or those <laughs> flashing lights, you know, they're just come on, there's none yeah, like him. Yeah. And so when you put your name in that narrative, mm. okay, and God is talking to somebody else, even to Satan, about you, and the Satan is trying to condemn you, Brad, or me, and say, you know, that we are bad, God says, Have you seen my servant Brad? There is none like him. Mm. It tells me that God has enough more than enough confidence and faith in you and in me and those who are listening to this program, that he can say, have you seen my servant? And you fill in the blank, put your name there. Mm. Whenever you read the scriptures and you're reading about a particular person, whether it's through the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or any other parts of scripture, you take that name out and put your name there and you will see that you will begin to understand that chapter, you will begin to understand that Bible verse or that Bible text, and
0: it will remain with you to the end of your life. Mm. It's so easy sometimes to just, when you're reading the Bible, just kind of feel very separated from it, just go, oh, it's just a historical mm-hmm. recording of what mm-hmm. went on. But yeah, I absolutely agree. When you read a novel, you know, the reason you enjoy it it is because you're emotionally invested. You, exactly. know, you kind of treat yourself as the main character in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I really think that's a great way to do it. Yeah, yep.
1: And I uh, share that on a Wednesday night when I have Bible studies in my church, and a Friday night when we have Bible studies, and I share with them as often as I can, and put this there to them. You know, so- sometimes when we look at it, you know, Jesus repeats things. And he repeated things to his disciples. Uh, it's recorded in, in the Gospels. And we think, okay, Jesus, you, you said it once. I get it, okay? But sometimes he just needs to repeat it. And yep. and so when it's repeated and people begin to understand it sinks in, okay, uh, then it uh, it works. You know, I'm probably like uh, the old uh, apostles, you know, just common fishermen, Peter and, and John. And it takes a lot. You know, to sink in for for me, I'm I'm mm. I'm a I'm, a, uh, I'm not probably as, as as smart and as brilliant as some wonderful <laughs> people out there, uh, but I'm glad that God repeats and He talks mm. to me and He and and He takes time with me, and so if He takes time with me, He's going to take time with you.
0: Yeah, well, I think what Jesus's teachings were at the time is they were so countercultural. The idea of you know loving your neighbors mm-hmm. may not seem that strange to us. Mm. But that was him telling the Jews and the Samaritans, two two different cultures that basically hated each other, didn't get along in any way. And Jesus is saying, no, no, you actually need to get along with these people and not just get along with them. Mm. Treat them better than you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. I can understand why he would absolutely need to repeat that and repeat that and repeat that to his disciples. Absolutely. It's the same as telling us to, I don't know, um, treat ISIS with love. Mm. The people that we kind of look at and go, these guys are the worst people Mm -hmm. in the world.
1: Mm. And when you look at that, Brad, God is looking at the individual. He's not looking at the act of that Mm. individual. And I'm sure that's what you are talking to me about and, and portraying to your listeners. And so neither you or me are praising ISIL, we're saying to the individual, God loves you. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. And so, we're all sinners. And so, God loves the sinner. Not the sin, yep. but He loves the sinner. Mm-hmm. And so, sometimes we look at people because of whatever the outward appearance of sin is. You know, uh, uh, Paul tells us in Romans, we all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God, every mm-hmm. one of us have sinned, okay, and have come short of the glory of God. And so, uh, another very close and favorite Bible text that sits deep within my heart is John 3, 16 and 17, mm. and a lot of people, when they get to 16, they stop. Yep you need to go to 17 mm-hmm. because John 3:16 tells us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and in 17 it tells us for God sent not his son into the world to condemn but that through his son all might be saved mm-hmm. and so here is God's love and so whether it's ISIS whether it's you know the Taliban whether it's uh, whatever people that are outside the God loves the individual, not the act of what that individual
0: is doing to other people. Mm, that's such a beautiful thought. That's kind of the opposite of how we naturally treat people, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We're and, of, yeah. so fortunate to have a God that treats us in that way. And when we learn from that,
1: as you said, you know, you know, God sometimes repeats to us because we haven't got it the first time. And we look at somebody, and you know, when when you look at the news, it's. A lot of times, you know, the evening news is so so horrible. Mm. Okay, uh, right now as we're talking in 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 Jerusalem uh, at the the mosque there in in Jerusalem, where the uh, there is some serious problems going on at the particular time, mm. and and you see you know people getting blown up and 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 in. Uh, various uh, Middle Eastern countries where you have these, you know, um, civil wars, civil and wars, and and people carrying, you know, bombs on their bodies and and exploding, uh, and we look at it and we say, man, those guys are horrible people. The person God loves, He doesn't love the act of what mm. that person is doing, and the act is evil, and that's what we need to look at. And my friends, you know, uh, Satan uses these people to cover up his act. And the act of being evil, the act of being unkind, the act of being uh, selfish, Mm -hmm. uh, the devil tries to hide and he puts the individual in the front. And so the individual then gets the blame. And so when we look at the individual, we're saying this person is evil, but we're not looking
0: at the evil
1: that has entered into this person's life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why God is always asking us to pray for others, you know. Absolutely. No matter what's going on, no matter how much you feel that they've mistreated you or someone else, you absolutely. know, just pray for them and ask God to be with them, change their thoughts, change their heart. Mm-hmm. It's really powerful. And God has promised that He will. Absolutely. We might not see it yeah. straight away, but He'll be there working. Absolutely. And I'm glad you raised that point, Brad because it's so
1: easy to pray for a friend mm. you know that's my friend you, you know dear lord please you know uh, help my friend brad you know he's a terrific guy and and uh, he's a good friend of mine and so you know he's going through this little bit of difficulties so please help him but hypothetically if the roles were changed and brad did something to me that caused me pain and caused me problems it's just not human yeah. that i go to god and say you know bless brad it is when we have the relationship with God mm. that then I'm able to say, Lord, uh, I'm looking at Brad, not what he has done, mm. but I'm looking at Brad and saying, you know, help him, comfort him, strengthen him, help him to turn around so that he can see your grace and your glory and commit his life to you.
0: Mm. Yeah, thank you, Hansley. Is there anything as a final thought that you'd like to leave with our listeners, whether it's a challenge or a blessing or a promise? My challenge to your listeners, Brad, is that in the beginning
1: of this interview, I believe with all my heart, very firmly, that Jesus is coming soon. Mm. And we need to, within our own life, and the hustle and bustles of our own lives, our activities uh, that we have, my friends, please find time for God, find time with God, and sit down with him, talk with him, let him talk with you. You know, Jesus says, be still and know that I am God. Mm. And so when we're still, when we're sitting down quietly, okay, uh, the television's off, I was about to say the radio's off, but you need to to listen to these good types of radio programs that that take you closer to God and Mm. help you to have that relationship with God. And so those who are listening to this program If you're at home, meditate on it. Think about it. If you're driving your car and you can't pull over to the side of the road and just spend five minutes with God and say, Dear God, talk to me. Help me to understand what is your plan in my life. Where are you leading me? And continue on with that relationship with God. I'm sure that God will bless you and you will increase in knowledge and wisdom in the relationship that you would
0: have with Jesus. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ainsley. really, really appreciate it. It's a pleasure being here, Brad. Awesome. You're listening to Called by the Lord. God has given all of us a calling, and I'd encourage you to pray, listen to God, read your Bible, and discover what His purpose is for you. You're listening to Faith FM, and
2: we hope you can join us next time.